too many Tic Tacs in the town. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 3.38 starting time. Please welcome from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Matthew Wiley. Play away, please. One time for them praying on my downfall. Yeah. Two times for them bitches in the South Shore. Whoa. Three times for them days on the block getting chased by the cops like a motherfucker outlaw. Four times for them days that were all bad. <laughs> Five times for the bitches who ain't called back. Yeah. Six times for the kids like me who got ADHD. Just a- <laughs> me and Jordan need a couple hearses. <laughs> Double homicide, kill the beat, and the verses. Everybody living on the surface. But we came from the underground. Yeah, we deserve What's beef? Beef is when you murder motherfuckers on the beat. Kill them all, kill them all. Nah, nah, what's beef? Oh yeah, episode 199 199 I think I know we miscounted at some point We've been stuck in this perpetual Blair Witch Project of 199 I looked on on, on our podcast system We haven't done something since August I forgot how to do it but here we are. Nathan, I played uh I played Joiner Lucas. A butte. That's called Isis. That's a good track. Podcast Golflandia 199. I said I'd come back for five months. I never honored that until I just felt so obligated <clears throat> that here we are. One second, please. Just sending a text to one of my two text groups. I have two text groups, two primary text groups, the upscale salad bar and the other, the other one for work. Well, let me, let me set up this name. I said this on Twitter, what this was. So you may already know this story, but the name of the other text group Long time ago, we had one employee of ours, and Nathan knows this guy, left. Left the company. Happens all the time. In that process, when they leave, they are obligated to give us their company computer password so we can go in and wipe it. And so we asked Tom, S, what is it, what is your password? And he looked at us with a blank stare. And I said, Tom, part of the process here is you need to give us your password so we can get into your computer and clear everything off. And he said, I can't do that. I said, you're going to do it. You need to give us your password. And he said, it's cat penis. So our text group for work with the gang here is cat penis. Um, if you haven't, if you're not familiar with the process of the show, neither am I, I forget how to do it. Largely the first segment here is me just chatting about things that are interesting to me or in the DFS space. If you've come here for raw picks and data about golf, you might as well just push pause now. I, 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 there was a good chance that we weren't going to do another one of these. And I was serious about that. I, I felt like, in, well, until 
My DMs were flooded with requests to bring it back. Three people. And by the way, that's the biggest razzle-dazzle in content. And I've done it myself early on. So I'm not, I'm, I am guilty as charged. But one of the, and by the way, razzle-dazzle. When was the last time Al Michaels said razzle-dazzle prior to this year? None. I swear to God. Look up the scripts. Now he says it twice on Sunday Night Football. I'm, I, don't, I don't want to take credit for razzle-dazzle, but I know, I know it's, it's somehow gotten to NBC somehow because he'll say it in two sentences. Everyone's saying razzle-dazzle. Royalties NBC, please. But that's one of the biggest things in DFS content to do is that you have people ask the question I get the most. You don't get these questions the most. I mean, there were a number of people. There actually were a lot of people who keep asking about the podcast and want it back and said some really, really nice things. And the reason, and and so I thought, you know, I've got a following. They follow me for a reason. So here we are. I enjoy writing content. I'm not sure podcasting is the future of it, but I, I feel you know, I, I don't not enjoy doing it. And there's people that said a lot of really nice things about it. And so, you know, that's, it's been five years. So let's keep going. But I did feel like the market was flooded with it. And I, I did question what more can I provide? Really, the answer is nothing. From a, from a purist DFS content, um, you know, additive to golf or your picks or judgments on how you're going to play your teams or lineups, probably not more. And, you know, at the same time over the last two years, dealt with a lot of, dealing with a lot of family issues from my past. And I, and the last thing I wanted to do was make this a project about, that was just attention seeking. And so I had to, I had to reconcile all that stuff. What is the point of doing this? Which is still a great question. I'm not going to give picks. I don't, no one knows anything more than you do. And it's unbelievable sometimes how some people have no shame about this stuff, not just in this industry, but NFT pumping or, or whatever. And, and I just have no tolerance for people in positions of influence or a high number of followers to take advantage of others. I don't, re- I don't have any more predictive skills in terms of who's going to win a tournament than, than anyone else. And not even the players do. I don't kill myself with data anymore. Um, and I like other game styles too. I mean, I'm obsessed. This really should be called Sportlandia with a generic lacrosse stick and basketball. Much like the hat Nathan wore from Walgreens that just said, go team. That's what this should be, Sportlandia. I obsess, I obsess over NFL showdown. And I take it, I mean, I take it as seriously as what I eat. I put a, I mean, I, I am, listen, my Twitter account is corny and, and, you know, not trolly, but just, it's just shit posting. I, I, I try to take myself not too seriously and I want other people to feel the same way. That's the first thing you learn. One of the first things you learn if you ever see a psychiatrist or a therapist is that the ability to laugh at yourself is one of the first steps to therapy. And so that's what I try to do with, with Twitter. And I'm never mad at anyone except for shameless grifters and sociopaths because that's very tilting and triggering to me. But um, 
I, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, take, I take NFL Showdown extremely seriously. I put a lot of work into it despite what my Twitter account would say. I won th- what, three of the features, five of them overall. I won the last one. I love it, and it's taught me, especially with some input from some very sharp people, and one of them is going to be on today from a DFS standpoint, circling the drain. He's sharp. Ryan is extremely sharp, Bariff. I mean, Bryce, third and schlong. Uh, you know, the thing I've learned is that, and this applies to golf now, is that it's ownership and price predicting game theory correctly and going really, really, really aggressively into the picks you like. And I could work down this. I've talked about it in DMs with people because I like chopping it up in DMs. I don't like particularly doing it on Twitter. But you can do the math. if you Even if you think the plays you like, you're going heavy on how actually light it is when you've got six other guys you need to construct. But Josh Thomas sharp guy on Twitter said it perfectly in his Twitter thread recently was that this is a math problem. And it, and certainly the drain taught me this too. It's like free your mind of the players. You know, you can overwhelm yourself with data and strokes gained, especially in golf. And it's important. I mean, golf is, you know, it's form based, you know, but by this time, you know who the golfers who can are really good are and who do certain things well and you're going to know week to week who is carrying in good momentum, form. It's like goalies in the NHL. It's just you've got to watch hockey a lot to know that who's hot right now. Which goalie's really hot? And that's it. And you'll get that. You'll get an understanding of it. But then it becomes ownership price, you know, and NFL getting the game theory right and then going really hard really hard into your picks. But you never hear from the truly sharpity, sharpity sharps because they all want to beat your head in. I mean, this DFS, DraftKings is, is us taking money from each other. It's not taking money from the house. So I want to do the same things too. And so in regards of not taking advantage of anyone else, I, I, had, I also struggled with in this process not giving up plays because I want to beat you. <laughs> And if, if you were actually an expert in anything, you would probably spend your time doing that as well. So I'm just trying to, in, 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 in the entire, what I'm trying to say is that I'm just trying to find what the hell is the point of this? Why? If I'm not, I don't have any, uh, you know, intergalactic skills to give you plays. You're sharp enough. It's been five years. DFS players know how to play. I mean, I could perhaps entertain but how long can I do that for? I love talking theory, but I've won, I've won some good stuff this year, so I don't know. Maybe people will listen. And this is nothing against content creators. Even though someone did say, Wiley predicted this a few years ago, that this content would be flooded in this space, and it is. Everyone wants their piece. And now it's going to be a matter of who's really entertaining and good to listen to. And there are some very extremely sharp people out there who do give great information out. You know, Steve Bamford, Ben Coley. For, and there's, a, there's actually a lot of them. And I'm sorry, those just came off the top of my head. And then, yes, there are a lot of people thirsty for views, but, for views, but they're generally really nice people 
They are generally nice people and harmless. And like I said, there's a few in the content space, not necessarily limited to DFS, that are complete sociopaths, which you probably need to keep your eye on. Um, but I come from a life of understanding these people, and sometimes it's triggering, and sometimes I run my mouth at night because I get so frustrated, but whatever. It's fine. Everything's good. But I listen to podcasts at night because it helps align my mind at night. And I said at night twice. And that's, that's, I really feel like I've got a brain disease. I spent last two week, two days last week smelling nothing but tomato sauce. And I even Google searched it. Do I have a brain disease if all I smell is tomato sauce? And someone said it's post-COVID smell stuff, which I probably had. But that, lucky me, just like the Justin Fields meaningless interception in a showdown that I chopped a million that I lost. That is how unlucky I would be and in terms of how I would go off this planet. Smelling pasta spagoot for the end of my days. Ragu, which is anything tomato-based with me. I'm extreme. What am, what am I, synesthetic? I smell colors. Synesthesia. Smells really affect me. The worst one is for you tomato-based bozos. V8, tomato soup, ketchup, bleh. The worst of all worst, and you're going to hate me, is Bloody Mary's. I don't understand that at all. Hungover drinking tomato soup. Yummity yum, drink it down. All right, we need to talk to Ryan and circling the drain, Josh Slepko. I guess, Slepko, I guess his name is out there now. I mean, two super sharp guys. Ryan from the, from, from the just outrights and betting, especially European tour stuff, and circling the drain. Hockey champion, fantasy world hockey champion, 2021. He won a major showdown in the NFL this year. Um, and that's that. We'll talk to them. I don't know what the segment's going to – I mean, we'll talk the course. We'll talk strategy a little bit, and that's part two of the show. First part is just blather. Second part maybe has some constructive thoughts. And that's that. And this segment's brought to you by Fanta. When there's nothing left to drink, grab Grape Fanta. And of course, Old Navy, it's fine. It's fine. You shame to go to Old Navy? Why? The clothes are fine. Let's talk to the boys. Hello. Oh my God. We're back. Josh, circling the drain. Hello. Thanks for having me. <laughs> full of, he's full of energy as always. Yes. <clears throat> it took us 11 minutes to get this going again. But my God, is it good to be back? It was a little bit of a cluster. <laughs> Normally it's me with the microphone issues. I did have those again, and then I, you know, Ryan came in and had his own issues. So the worst part is that when the internet goes down for one of you, especially Ryan in, in Florida, with this dial-up, 
it really jacks things up, but I think we're going to be okay. We're good now. New Wi-Fi. I got a new computer. It's great. Ooh. Yeah, so this, I mean. What model? It's just a Dell. <laughs> <laughs> what model? Um, I think this year we're just going <clears> to, <throat> listen, the last thing I want to do was give out, the content space is so flooded as we as we know, and everyone's commenting on this. There's nothing that we can provide from a pick prognostication standpoint that I don't think, I don't think that adds value. I do think it adds value if we talk a little bit strategy without giving away too much. Cause you know, we all want to beat each other. You know, I mean, Josh and I've been playing showdown every showdown since the beginning of the NFL season. <clears throat> and it's kind of occupying our lives, but learned a lot from it. And how frustrating Josh could be to argue with, mainly. Um, you know, his theory versus mine, Urkel versus pet theory. Yeah, I <clears throat> I like your ideas for the uh, the new the new format. Um, but uh, congrats on bookending the showdown wins, by the way. Thank yeah, multi million dollar wins for you this year, Matt. Yeah, he's won. <clears throat> he won like ten million makers. Um, so. Yeah, I think a free flowing um, conversation where it's we're not constrained to just spouting off picks, picks and ownership, and, you but know, not. and we're just kind of you know, we're kind of shooting from the hip. So Josh is the 2021 fantasy hockey world champion, and <clears throat> and the thing about think about that is Josh's success comes that he loves being unique both in DFS and in life. And it's taught me a lot in, in construction about, you know, it's part of his Urkel theory. The U stands for unique. I will not give you the RKLE part because that's proprietary. Thank you. Thanks. Or pet, but I've modified my pet theory to be an absolute winner every time. But that's, that's really what it, what it boils down to is like, you know, you play the pick six or a superfecta at a horse race. It doesn't really matter the odds. doesn't really matter the horses. Do you have the ticket that no one else has? And, um, <clears throat> you know, from a hockey standpoint, that's what, you know, Josh has been really successful at in it. And the funniest thing he said to me all season, which I refer back to when I'm feeling down, is that he just randomly blurted out one day in our text. He's like, if I was a cocky player, I think I'd be a blue line sniper. <laughs> I stand and, by it. And I said, and I said, no, I think you'd be a goalie. And he said, yeah, you're right. And I, he said, I'd play air guitar with my stick after every save. Yeah. And then yeah. let in six more goals, which that's, <laughs> that's the part that has me laughing. And then you found that picture of some goalie that was actually doing it. I don't know. Who that yeah, is. I think it was. There's Archer's Urbe or someone. And then Ryan, you know, his knowledge of golf from a European tour standpoint, his flag bets each week. Uh, you know, he gave he gives these these underlying plays which you don't think about, like Stu Sink last week, which was a really helpful play in in GPP. Stu was like one percent owned. I mean, you can five X the field in that, it's five percent, you know, it's he's gonna help a lot of your lineups. <clears throat> Right, Ryan? You're good at that. I got I got more on Stu Sink, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And yeah, so I mean, I, I think you nailed it, right? We don't we don't want to come on here and, and, and just give picks. Everyone knows the picks. Everyone knows the stats. Just talk some strategy and and uh, move on. I will say yeah. that I think it is important to like I put my notes out for course notes, which you know is just cumulative over the years of what we've observed watching these tournaments a hundred times. Um, so I think that helps, and you know a lot about the courses too, Ryan. You're 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 a professional, class A, class A. You know the game. You played with Jeff Feinberg in Florida recently, right? Oh yeah. How was how was his game? He was good. He got by. Uh, Just the man. It's a tough adjustment, you know. Even playing early, it gets so hot here. He's from up north. Um, yeah, you know, we did about as well as you would expect a Browns fan and a Chargers fan to do together. Man, he had it tough this week with the NFL. Yeah. So the Sony Open. So <clears throat> why lie? Short, uh, relatively easy, par 77,000 yards. Compared to Kapaloo, it's not terribly exciting. The Vistas, from you know, from a TV standpoint, by the way, ESPN Plus is the absolute nails. Have you, have you, do you agree with that in terms of its usability versus NBC? Oh, absolutely. I, I thought the NBC Sports Gold was, I thought it was going to be the end of me. I couldn't log on. I couldn't no. watch it. I kept getting booted off. The coverage was bad anyways. Um, yeah, from what I saw last week, I, I thought it was a huge win. So the so in terms of the what, <clears throat> what it looks like from a Hawaii standpoint, it's not as terribly exciting. It's a plotter's course, and I still get I still get um, anxiety whether or not I spell that P L O D D or P L O T T course. But when I say that, I mean it's like a Kucher S course. Play point A to play point B. Kevin Kisner don't have to be necessarily long. Um, pretty good putter. Uh, can play firm in a dry week, which will be like this one. The wind, again, will be a primary defense. Uh, if you remember in 2020 when the rain soaked the course to near unplayability and Brendan Steele was number one in putting for 54 holes, and if you're new to golf, that is an anomaly. That is, a, that is like Brendan Grace you know, going four strokes gained on approach. That doesn't really happen, but you're going to find a hot putter, unpredictable hot putter here which welcome to golf is every week. Cam lost strokes in approach in his 2020 win and, and still won. I doubled up on that win part. Um, Bermuda everywhere, rough, not really a factor, length not an advantage, like I said. You can't give away putts when there's it's a par 70 on these par fours. Steel also hates all things rain. That's what I have in my notes. Mm-hmm. And and eject any they're tired from the century narrative. I, I forget who put it out there, but six of seven winners came from the century. Um, they do seem a little gassed, maybe by hole fifty five. But you know, you remember when Chez hold up three of four? <laughs> I had a lot of Chez that year. That was great. He had four <laughs> eagles in one round. I remember yeah. that. That was painful. Yeah. yeah. Did you have him? Three wedges he made. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um, on the so on the Brennan <laughs> Steele thing, sorry, I just realized I, I kind of I, I thought I asked you a question. I, I thought he was booted, so I was just gonna talk yeah, over him. There, okay, go ahead. There's pregnant pauses, and then there's like on the delivery <laughs> ta- on the delivery table. Um, so <laughs> sorry, I just couldn't. I I honestly, and this is probably a fault of mine. I can't stop thinking about how you spelled um, plotter <laughs> and. It took me a lot of restraint not to 
to tell you that, but then now you kind of opened the, the door and, um, it's but, like it sounds. Yes. Well, I, I guess if you're pronouncing it incorrectly, then it does. <laughs> I mean, that's a completely different word, but yeah. <laughs> Josh will do these things on Twitter to me. And there's one of the Josh Allen during when I was tilting my face off on something and it was just the most inappropriate time. And I got really mad. <laughs> Anyway, um, anything else to add to the course? Probably not. Let's talk about. So I think I think the best way to construct this is heavy light, and the, then you're perhaps your winner. Or, you, but but basically, what's your strategy from a going heavy, going light standpoint, based on what we know about ownership now, and then perhaps who you think might win, Josh? All right. So I have no strong lean at the top. Um, I think this would ordinarily be a spot where I might fade. Well, for, I don't, I always fade Cam Smith didn't work out last week. Um, and, but you know, given the fact that how low he went and that he, this is a course that arguably suits him better than last week. And, um, he won and here. obviously he's won here. So I'm playing him. <clears throat> I, I think everyone from the 10 K and above, I'm I'm gonna likely play. I, I don't think I'm gonna try to win or lose the week there, um, because I have some other plays down the board where I I'm gonna be very heavy on. So I'm probably gonna play everyone. If I were to cut one, I think it's Leishman. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like like they're, they're the back to back narrative. It's like, well, he's gonna be tired from his win. I mean, this is Hawaii. He's gonna roll right into this week most likely. And now he's sub 12% owned, which, you know, if you construct some of these lineups, you don't need to leave these top guys off. I mean, sometimes you do this week. You really don't. I, you could build an entire great team just in the sevens alone, in my opinion, Ryan. Yeah. I mean, I, I, so I kind of agree with what Josh said. Um, I think Cam Smith's going to go overlooked. Uh, I think even Matsuyama is going to go overlooked. He's actually probably my favorite in terms of just, you know, an ownership leverage play up there. Um, I agree that, you know, of the 10K guys, Leishman is, is, is probably the one who's uh, the safest to fade in terms of he's overpriced. He's going to be fairly high owned. But um, if, you know, if Webb is going to push 30% or more Adios. in higher stakes contests, Bye-bye. Like we just saw him, he hasn't played much. We saw him at the hero. He was like dead last. I don't know. Like he's ten five. He's going to be thirty percent owned. I I feel like maybe just fading Webb as the play this week. Yeah, I, I'm. I don't like Webb as much, but I don't think I would completely have him out of the player pool. Just... <clears throat> yeah, I, mean, I think part of it is is I I absolutely love him. Uh, I'm going to play Connor's chalk, so I think. Probably just playing Smith and Matsuyama is going to be where I get different up there. I never play this guy. You talk about, you know, the Urkel strategy with you being unique. It's that, okay, Connors is 25%. Answer is right up there who disappointed everyone last week. I rarely ever play Abraham answer, but it's you You play bounce backs and now he's going to be, dis- he disappointed everyone. So now he's going to be low tens. Um. I mean, he's a great golfer and not necessarily the course that may suit him, but that's interesting. The and you got Kevin Na there too. I, I'm having, I'm seeing wildly different ownership projections here. And really, like, I have seen one site's got Cam low, one site's got Cam the highest. 
It's Tuesday. The, People don't have a clue yet. But, the, but yeah. the, the only thing that concerns me is, you know, usually when the chalk does well, People just go back to it. They just, you know, take their DK money and roll it right back. And wasn't Cam one of the top three highest owned last week? Yes. So yeah, I think I, he was number two. I don't know that he'll be as <clears throat> as high or excuse me, low owned as usually like the highest priced recent winner usually is. I'm showing 11, percent I just I just don't think well, there's that's any once, any I, shot. Yeah. Well, you, I think I think that's like, higher think when you. I think when you look at the roster construction, people are going to be forced a little bit. I think they're going to be forced to go balanced. Plus, you know, you have guys in the middle, like, and we'll get to them, Power, Henley, et cetera, Kisner, who are going to be popular. And we don't have a very obvious punt play or two this week, right? Like sometimes there's a guy mid sixes or something that seems like an obvious and viable cash play. Like, I don't think you're going to have anybody down there who's super popular. So, um, yeah. It's hard to get the cam if you don't have that. It's also there are some new names on the board that people are not used to playing. So I kind of, that's in agreement with what you're saying that yeah. people aren't going to feel as comfortable dipping into six for some of these names that they haven't heard of as mm-hmm. they normally would be a little bit later in the season when they've been, you know, seeing them and playing them. Oh, you don't like Andrew Novak? Oh, Andrew Novak is definitely in the pool. The uh, Lee, uh, Hao Tong Lee is playing, which I'm have somewhat of an obsession with him. But I agree. I mean, I think that people will avoid the sixes in general. I mean, there's so many, there's so many plays. Yeah, there's a couple near the top that like people might play, but you know, my boy you Thompson. So much, you can only play so much Hudson Swafford. I was going to play Scott Piercy, but he just withdrew. Um, but yeah, we'll get down there. I know you're going to play Michael Thompson. Thompson and Stewart are just. Always locks for me, but here's all these the th- Georgia Bulldogs are here. They're going to be riding high on the mojo and uh, play them all, right? Ryan, I'm going to steal your sink play in terms of being low owned, and, and that price really shocks me. Yeah, I mean sink is going to be there. Here's the other one. This is direct shot at circling the drain. It's Grio at seven three, <laughs> under seven percent owned. Well, that's a mistake. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he's he's uh, the greatest player I mean, on tour. I don't know if I mean it, I don't it's know. the right course for him. That's for it's, sure. It's the one course that he actually plays pretty well at. But it's not like, but pretty well. It's like he, he gets a. I mean, what's he going to get you? A pot, I don't know. A top thirty. Tied for thirty ninth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, he has those rounds where he goes nuclear. Right, like a showdown round, and he'll shoot nine under with a streak and an eagle, and it's just it's just infuriating. So, um, what I mean, Connor is probably going to be the highest selling this week, right? Yes, Webb and Connor, number one team. <laughs> but see, Con- but the but the reason the reason why it's you know well or Gooch, but because Gooch, Gooch, you got to work on his pronunciation, man. Well, how how would you pronounce it? It's Gooch, not Goosh. <laughs> like La Bouche. Connor and um, Gooch. Yeah. I think that you know they can. Especially because they're either your first guy in for your balance bill or your second guy in after you pick a stud. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I think well, who do you prefer out of those two? I, I prefer – I know you prefer Connors, right? Uh, yeah, I, I, I certainly do. Um, and I, I mean I have a feeling like if, if people are grabbing Webb 
or Cam, even M or something. Like I think they're going to jump down to Gooch and Kisner and Henley and Power. I I just think that's that's the bill that they're going to have. Okay, we got three minutes left because I want to keep this to twenty minutes each week tops. Oh wait, we're done. Almost, yeah. We've been talking for seventeen minutes. We haven't even talked golf yet. I know it's ridiculous. Yeah, we're not going to. That's the point. Oh, fine. That's even better. Okay, okay. Ryan, give give one of your Ryan under the radar, Stewart Sink last week type picks. Don't say my guy, Ryan. Say it. I'm not going to say your guy. Um, does it matter what range we're in here? Probably no, lower, but right? just low owned. Project. Yeah, so I actually don't know how low owned he's going to be, but uh, I bet Adam Long. You love Adam Long. Love Adam Long. Um, I think you know he played really well to end the season, albeit you know a month and a half ago. Uh, he's one on the West Coast. This course comps pretty well to Mayakoba, I think, to an extent. He's done well there. Um, so yeah, Adam Long, maybe I don't know, eight percent, six percent owned, something like that. 7,300. That's about right. I take him over Grio. Wow. Um, all right. Who's your winner, Josh? No. Um, Hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? I, am I serious? I mean, if I'm, you know, if I'm not taking one of the obvious picks and I'm going a little bit down the board, I like Hoagie or Bezgoat. Bezgoat, right. I think Bezgoat's pretty good little pick this week, my friends. Can, yeah. I didn't even know Hoagie was in the field, so. Oh, yeah. He's here. Because people are pronouncing him Hoge, the newbie. So here's, here's one. Can I throw a little off the board play for you? Yeah. Whaley. I really I was, like Whaley. I, I, I know Ryan. That literally almost came out of what? mouth. He's going to say Whaley. Can I tell you? Can I tell you why he's got well, you know, in our when we were gone from the show, you and I spent probably a good two to three weeks analyzing the Island Boy song. And <laughs> th- this he is an island boy. All right. Hear me out. He play he has played well in at the Puerto Rico Open. Mm-hmm. He has played well at the Bermuda Open. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he is I, has he played well here? I think he has played well here. No, he's missed a cut. Take, take that out. <laughs> so this, yeah. But, all right, so Bermuda, Puerto Rico, he's played well. And though not an island, Mayakoba has the island vibe. So I'm willing to include that in the analysis and that he just plays well, plays well at the islands, and he's a play. Well, how is Mexico an island? You know, it's resort. It's got the feel in like, you know, with all the cartel, they don't even let you off the resort. So it kind of feels like an island anyways. Yeah. Um, so it's got that feel. He's going to make the cut. I don't know what the upside is. I, is Orlando an island? Do you, those events are so weak that like a top 10 or top 15 there is not, you know, it's good. So just so we're clear, did you, did you rope a dope me into saying Whaley? Cause you liked him today. No. Oh, Ryan? Yeah, Ryan. Oh, yeah. Ryan will rope you into everything. Yeah, everything. In your no, side. I, I play Whaley every week. Uh, I just don't see a lot of upside here, no. Whaley screwed me in a week so badly, I will never go back to that guy. Who, I forget where it was. I hold grudges, as you know. Um, who, who are some names of the guys that you – like new names 
premier, you know, they just came out. They saw them a little bit on the on the uh, fall tour. But you got, you said Novak already. Uh, there's this um, in the Buckley. mid sixes. There's this guy from Slovakia, Rory Sabatini. Yes, yeah. that one. You nailed the pronunciation. Yeah, whatever, man. Uh, big fan of him this week. No, uh, Max McGreevy is is probably the one from the fall who kind of, you know, he showed some stuff, made some cuts, had a couple top 20s. Uh, probably small. the one that I would, you know, want to roster. Yeah, Smalley. Yeah, Smalley's been good. Um, that's what's going to make this tough is that one of those guys is going to – one of those guys is going to show up. I think um, – is it a Kevin Na week? I mean, he obviously won here last year. Um, I don't know. He seemed a little off last week. I'm not, okay. and I'm not paying 10k for him. I think when we, I think when we hit him here last year, he was like 60 to one, right? Like, yeah. if Kevin Na was 8600, yeah, he's a play. He's 10k. He, yeah, he can't do that, and he's gonna be owned. Like, it's not like he's gonna be single digits, so. I'm yeah. off now. It's Chris Kirk week. That's what it is. Oh. I don't what know. Do what... think, but Matt Jones week would be well, is, is that's that's my big sticking point. Henley or Henley or Jones. I thought Jones would have been higher owned than Henley. Exactly. But it doesn't appear that. Of course, way. history now. People love Russ Henley. What is speaking of love? And maybe Slep can answer this. Why do people love Joel Damon? Because. Uh, because Crypto Country at, Club, bud. He wasn't no, even good last week. He, they love him because he has wears the stupid hat. He's got a good <laughs> caddy on who's on, funny on Twitter. He interacts mm. with Homa on Twitter, and he gambles with random people after he misses a cut on Twitter. But he, but he, 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 he said he does not care if he wins. How can you? How can you put someone in that doesn't even care if they do well? Yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of his name this week already, so I'm I assume he's going to be popular. Cam, Cam Smith's going back to back. Like it or like it or hate it. If I get twelve, well, yeah, yeah. All right, that's it. We got to go. I, this is twenty-two minutes. It's amazing how long we can talk. Let's do it. I love you both. Thank you for joining. Sorry, it's been so long. Yeah, we'll talk again soon. Josh, right, I'll see I, you in Boston. I, I hope that cough gets better. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> see you in Boston. Bye. Right. Okay, that's it for one ninety-nine. Hopefully, we do make it to. Number 200. Thanks to Josh and Ryan, of course. Not sure what will happen this week, but Sony's a good tournament. Hawaii is fun. And uh, it's I guess it's good to be back. And so I don't have much of a close because most of my close was done in my intro. But other than that, hit me up on DMs if you ever want to chop it up. Until 200... It affects an individual's ability to focus, causing them to move around more frequently. They may also have trouble controlling their impulsive behaviors. One time for them praying on my downfall. Yeah. Two times for the homies in the child hall. Wow. Three times for them hoes on the internet shitting on niggas when they really should get out more. Four times for the days that were all bad. Five times for the bitches who ain't called back. Yeah. Six times for the kids like me who got ADHD just to keep <laughs> Kidnapping nigga like ISIS, whoa. Turn the whole world to a crisis, whoa. Walk around the city with an ice pick. I've been paranoid, usually I ain't like this. Ain't no telling how crazy I might get, whoa. Beat the police with a nice stick. In my whole life, I've been lifeless. Now I'm so fly, I'm a motherfucking flight risk. 
Whoa, fuck a couple hoes till I pass out. Whoa, niggas throwing stones at my glass house. Whoa, I remember sleeping on my dad's couch. Whoa, now I got the Bentley and it's blacked out. Whoa, family looking at me like a cash cow. Whoa, everybody dissing just to have clout. Whoa, thought you had a chance, now you asked out. Nigga, on the motherfucking man, where you at now? Whoa, fuck it, I'ma hit him till they jumping. I ain't tripping, this is nothing. I've been living in the dungeon. I done held a couple grudges. What the hell I got a duck to meet the devil? I'm a cousin. I ain't fed a living nothing. Got a medal in the truck and keep the semi when I'm busting. Niggas ducking, niggas Stevie Wonder couldn't see coming. I ain't judging, I just want the money. I don't need a budget. I've been hungry, I ain't got no oven, but I got the munchies, nigga. How you gonna move on the front line? If I don't fuck with you, I just prioritize. My high school teacher said I'd never be shit. Tell that bitch that I turned out just fine. And no, I don't know you for the 12th time. We do not share the same bloodline. You let her run your mouth like a tough guy. Hope you keep the same energy when it's crunch time. According to the American Psychiatric Association, it affects roughly 8% of children and 2% of adults. Commonly believed to only affect boys because they are perceived as rowdy and rambunctious. One time for them praying on my downfall. Yeah. Two times for them bitches in the South Shore. Whoa. Three times for them days on the block getting chased by the cops like a motherfucker outlaw. Four times for them days that were all bad. Five times for the bitches who ain't called back. Yeah. Six times for the kids like me who got ADHD. Just a <laughs> me and Jordan need a couple hearses. Double homicide, kill the beat, and a verses. Everybody living on the surface. But we came from the underground. Yeah, we deserve what's beef. Beef is when you murder motherfuckers on a beat. Kill them all, kill them all. Nah, nah, what's beef? Beef is brothers lying over shit that never mattered in the first place. Lying in the street. What's peace? Peace is when you leave it in the past. Let it heal like a cast. When enough time passing, you blast. Kinda like John Wick. Bars like a convict. Fuck a runner, you don't wanna start shit. Woo! Coming with the hot shit. All they do is talk shit. You can never top it. Boy, just stop, stop. It. High and drunk, caught that HD vision. All these other motherfuckers full of indecision. And I murder with precision all over your television. I'm numero uno, number one, and you is just a.